Welcome to the Airflow Podcast. I'm your host, Ricky Thomas, and this is the place where Kingdom Heirs go to be informed and inspired. So sit back, relax, and flow with me. everybody welcome back to another episode of the airflow podcast i'm your host ricky thomas and today i'm here with another very special guest mr andario howard he is the owner operator of the fresh air social company uh which i I, you correct me if i'm wrong dario i I called it a digital marketing service provider would you say that's kind of a good way to put it it's exactly what it is okay well welcome to the show man i appreciate your time thank you for for penciling me in. I know you're a busy man out there getting that money, but I definitely appreciate you taking time to share your story. Definitely, man. I appreciate you having me. Um, I got a couple podcasts lined up, but I had to make sure this was the first one. Oh man, I feel special then. I'm I'm getting getting exclusive on you then. So that's cool. I got the scoop. Yes, sir. All right. That's cool. So man, uh, I just want to, I want to go through a few things with you. Um, I want to take some time just to talk about, you know, kind of where you came from and then, you know, leading up to being a successful entrepreneur and starting to build a brand and and an empire, Uh, not only you, but also with your wife is, you know, building a family empire together, which I think is real dope. So I want to talk through some of this, but, you know, I want people to get to know a little bit about you. So uh, let's talk about that. You're originally from Clarksville, Tennessee, right? Yeah, Clarksville. Okay. Grew up in Clarksville, Tennessee, um, here in Murfreesboro now. Okay. And kind of transitioning, being in Clarksville, obviously you had a pretty strong family structure. You know, how big for you was family growing up and just being around a good family structure? Man, family was and family is everything. Um, Like you said, I grew up around a huge family. Uh, My my great-grandmother, big mom was over college. She off the top of my head, I don't know how many kids she had, but man, it's a lot of us. When we get together, we definitely, it's noticeable. So um, okay. family is definitely huge for me, definitely. Um, and then just, you know, seeing the family, I mean, obviously I know you've got, you know, family on both sides, you know, your mom and your dad and, you know, just everybody's got their own level of success you know, what was kind of the motivation or what inspired you growing up to to kind of get to where you are today, you know, family or just in general, what were your inspirations in, in growing up? Man, I, I had a lot of different different um, inspirations. Um, I definitely feel like as a child, I, I was thinking ahead of my time. I think I feel like I've always been um, wise beyond my, my, you know, my age. Um, so just growing up and seeing definitely Clarksville, um, you know, we had everything we needed, everything we wanted, but, you know, um, I don't want to say struggle, but just seeing, you know, uh, family not, you know, just going through some of the things that they went through. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that definitely encouraged me. And then a lot of times around, especially in Clarksville, it was just a lot of negativity going on. Everything was negative. Expectations were low. Okay. Just me, me honestly going to school and not even graduating, just going to school was an accomplishment. So um, yeah, that was one of my motivating factors. And then on the opposite end of the spectrum, uh, like I said, I, I, I'm here in Murfreesboro. My family here, I've been, my father's been successful in the things that he's done. Um, I, I've been around a lot of successful people. Um, so that definitely drives me. I want to make sure that I'm, you know, not only following in those footsteps, but, um, you know, creating my own path and just doing things that, um, you know, that, that, Go ahead. I was going to say, and I've seen, you know, understanding, you know, because I've had some of that, you see family members or just see situations where you come from and it's like, you know, I don't want to end up, you know, a statistic or, you know, end up like this. So I have, you know, a little bit of motivation to just get out, you know, and then on the flip side, you got to see it from your dad and him transitioning and and really transforming and turning around himself and becoming successful in business, real estate ministry and everything that he, he does. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you got examples on both sides, which is, which is good, um, you know, to have that because, you know, it keeps you grounded, but it also gives you a bar, it sets a bar uh, for you to kind of, kind of strive to hit and, and exceed. And like you said, you, you definitely do things your own way, 
but not in a bad way. You know, you, you, you have, you make your own path, but you follow instruction, you know, you listen to guidance and, and I've seen that, which is good. And, you know, a lot of young folks need to hear that, you know, you can have your own way, but you listen to wisdom and then you take that and, and you kind of create your own path from that. So that's, that's real good. Yeah. And I was just saying, as far as wise beyond my ages, I know I got to a certain point in high school, you know, you're a young man, you start smelling yourself, as y'all like to say, yo. <laughs> right. You know, and it's definitely, it's easy to get in trouble. Yeah. Um, so at that point, I think I was a sophomore, I made that decision to, you know, not to move from Carson to Murfreesboro to live with my, you know, with my dad. Okay. And just because I just, of course, my mom did a great job not saying anything. She worked hard. She gave us everything we wanted. But as a young man, I needed a, a, a male figure, that father like figure. constantly, you know, yeah. my dad is always there, um, but just being in a different environment. Cause I felt like if it wasn't for that, I mean, no telling why I would have been, you know, right. And, and that's, that's, and that's key. You know, the, the fact that you realize that for yourself, you know, that decision wasn't made for you. You said to yourself, I need to be in a different environment. I need my dad. I need that male role model. And it wasn't because your mom, you know, your mom did what she she did everything possible to make sure you were good. So it wasn't that in it. But it's just something about a father's love, a father's care and just the father's guidance, especially when you get to a certain age that can help, you know, propel you to the place where you need to be. So that was definitely a, a wise decision because a lot of folks won't do that. They just want to stay where they at. Like, I ain't trying to change and go to a different environment. Yeah, it, I mean, it wasn't an easy decision, but like I said, it was the mature decision. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the last the set graduated high school early so I was here for a year and a half and I did not enjoy it <laughs> yeah I mean he I mean he he did what a father's supposed to do keep me in line um you know just making sure I was doing what I was supposed to I definitely didn't enjoy it then uh, but I appreciated it and I definitely appreciate it now right and yeah. you know kind of you know going into you know kind of developing your own family you know married it's been about what a year and a half almost two years now yeah, we'll uh, be two years in, in January 2022. Okay, so almost two years in, uh, guys expecting a little baby girl. So congrats on that again. Thank you. Um, Thank you. But I, I know that, you know, some of the stuff that you've been learning, you know, being around your mom and then being around your dad and, you know, the family structures there. I know you have a lot of wisdom to pull from between yourself and your, your wife, Danielle, just to 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 make sure that this child is gonna have the best environment possible. So that's that's definitely a good thing. Yeah. And she's gonna be spoiled. So <laughs> I'm already in trouble. She's not even you know out the womb yet, man. I'm man. doing anything I can for her. Them girls, them girls will get you every time. I don't care what it is or how mad they make you. They just look at you a certain way. You be like, all right. Hey, so yeah, be prepared, man. I'm in just... trouble. <laughs> You are, but hey, it's a it's a beautiful thing, man. The boys are good too, but it's something about that father and daughter thing, man. It's just it's it's crazy. So, uh, be ready. What's that? So I'm definitely looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah. Kids in general, I mean, family, and I guess that's the, I guess growing up in a big family, I guess you know, is that one of the motivational things that got you to say, you know, I want to get married, have my own family, and do this? Because a lot of the people don't want to have that. They just want to be to themselves and make money and you not be in that kind of structure of feel locked down, so to speak. Yeah. Um, I definitely, definitely went through that phase where I wasn't thinking about marriage, but I've always, like I said, I, I was wise beyond my age as far as thinking. I've always said I wanted to be married and have a child by 30. Mm. Um, but I definitely had a stage in my mid twenties where I wasn't, I wasn't thinking about marriage. I was trying to enjoy <laughs> life. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it definitely changed for me and I'm enjoying every minute of it. But that's good. I mean, the thing is, you waited till you were ready, you know, and you found your bride and y'all doing the thing the right way. So, you know, it wasn't forced. You know, you definitely took it to a place where you ready. She's ready. Y'all doing it as well as doing your business is another thing. So, you know, that's definitely good. Um, so, you know, family structure was good and education. You know, how important was education for you? Um, It was it was big for me. I Like I said, I. I, I see. I think I'm a pretty intelligent young man. Um, so I always prided myself on that. Um, I did have some friends in school who were pretty smart, you know, so they make good grades. So I'm comp I'm competitive as well. Okay. I want to make sure my grades were in order. Um, but yeah, I've always education is a big part of it. Like I said I, I pretty much went through high school making A's and B's. Um, graduated with my master's with a 3.8 GPA. So. Okay. 
definitely. Yeah, so you definitely, definitely a smart man. So, you know, you got your undergrad at UT. What was your degree in? And that's UT Knoxville. So what was your degree in there? Yes, I have my undergrad in business administration and sports marketing. Okay. All right, sports marketing. So are you looking to possibly go into being an agent or something at some point? That was the goal originally. Okay. Um, I wanted to be a sport agent from middle school up until high school. I played sports, um, so I definitely uh, wanted to get into it at some level. I, I had an injury in high school, so I wasn't able to continue playing sports. Okay. Um, but I still wanted to be a part of it. So the agency thing uh, was been at the forefront forever. Um, then I got a little older, and uh, I just, one, I didn't want to keep going to school. <laughs> um, so I was okay. considering law school, uh-huh. but I just, I you know, after going through undergrad and grad school, like, man, it's, it's a wrap for right now. Okay. Um, and also just seeing how that game is played, not without getting into detail, man, it's uh, being a sports agent, you got to do a lot of things that I don't really um, condone. Well, yeah. you don't have to, but that's how a lot of people become successful. So right. I just had to step away from that. Now I just enjoy sports as a spectator. Yeah, that's good. I mean, you got to be true to yourself and, you know, you felt like it was it it would be you would have to conflict who you are to be successful. Then, you know, that's definitely a good way to, to say I need to look at something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got your master's from Middle Tennessee State University. And what was that in? I got my MBA. So it's business. MBA. Administration. OK. Good. All right. Concentration in marketing. OK. So, you know, that's a good segue into, you know, it's talking about, you know, you graduated from school now. You know, before you you got to you started your business, you you had a couple of jobs. You know, obviously worked at different places. You you had a career, you know, a career job for a while because I think you were working downtown Nashville for a bit, weren't you? Yeah, I was working with the. Um, it was a pretty big corporation down in Nashville, okay. and it was cool. It just wasn't for me. Um, okay. I've been working since I, I mean, <laughs> sound like an old man, but I've been working <laughs> since I was a. Uh, 15, 16. Okay. And I've done some jobs. Of course, I started working at a summer camp, but I that went into I worked at a processing plant. So butchering animals, that was that was crazy in itself. I worked in them UPS trucks, you know, yeah, factories in the summertime at school. Um, I didn't want to keep doing that. <laughs> so um, I've always had in college, I've always had at least two jobs. So I've, I've, I'm a hard worker. Um, but now I'm just transitioning into working smarter at this point. And, that, and that's and that's good because, you know, you have some people who've never even experienced that that hands on work, you know, getting out, like you said, working UPS, jumping on trucks. I did that at FedEx for a year and a half. And I'm like, man, that was crazy work loading trucks. And and, and this it's air. It ain't no air conditioning. and It's not any heat. So in the wintertime it's freezing and in the summertime it's burning up in there. But it taught me something. Um, I think. Like I said, it motivated it motivated me to like, okay, I got to keep pressing because I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. And there's nothing wrong with people who do it, but uh, I just knew it wasn't for me. You know, I'm like, I, I but I knew I could do it if I had to. If, if push comes to shove and I had to get down and, and get out there and put get to my hands and and work, I was willing to do it. So that's good that you had that experience young uh, yeah. to realize it wasn't for you. I didn't want to do none of it, but I, like I said, I had to. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, it's just, it's just part of my success story. Yes, sir. So we transition in, you know, your, your degree, you like I'm tired of working nine to five, so everybody else. And, you know, I want to get into starting my own company. Like what inspired you to start Fresh Air Social? Um, so I've always you know, had the, you know, I've always wanted to work for myself. Um, it's changed. It changed, you know, of course, as a young man, it changed as to what I wanted to do. Um, so I actually got into social media um, accidentally, I would say. Um, I was assisting one of the guests on your show, uh, Edward Ellsworth. Okay. Um, okay. I came up to him one day just asking if I could do a video for him. Because at this point, I was in school and I was kind of getting into the videography and, you know, editing. Mm. Uh, so he, he, he gave me the green light. I created a video for him. Um, and then he asked me to do another one for another setup they had going on. And so that started, and then eventually, at one time, he asked me if I could go in and post it for him, because he wasn't able to. So he's like, hey, if I add you to this, can you post this for me? So that became a thing, and then after talking to him and talking to some other people, that turned into me, you know, doing that from a contractual standpoint for him, and then 
the clientele just started rolling in um, from a social media standpoint. And then it went into just uh, exploring more into the digital space because it's way more than just mm. digital. I mean, than just social media. Right. Um, so just exploring those options and uh, the ball just kept rolling. And here we are today and running a full scale uh, digital marketing agency. So with that, you know, obviously you got, and that's good that you went out and you said, look, let me do this for you. Let me do a video. You know, I'm just going to do it free of charge. I want to, you know, make it, get it out there let you see what I can do and, and, and kind of use you provide just so what my services can do. But since then, have you done any formal training or, you know, gone to any kind of school or classes around, you know, digital marketing and things like that? Yes, I've done a little bit of all of it. I was going about a year strong without any training, just just going online and doing the research myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but at this point, I've, I've obtained several um, different certifications. I've been through a lot of different classes, um, going into webinars and seminars and things like that to kind of hone my craft, hone, hone my skills a little bit more and, um, like I said, get to where I am today. Yeah, and I know, you know, one thing that I have, you know, learned and you shared this is that you took you took a master class um, in Florida, right? Yeah, so I went to a, a mastermind. Um, it wasn't specific for what I'm doing, but right. it was just um, kind of helping us, showing us how to scale our business using digital marketing. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and I bring that up because it's important to, to tell people that you need to also be able to invest in yourself. Um, because for you, this was a this was a pretty big investment, right? Man, it was, it was the biggest investment I've made, but then two months later, I made an even bigger investment. Uh, so uh, you you definitely have to invest in yourself to get what you want. Um, putting that putting that money into learning and, and perfecting the craft is big. Um, the first four months this year, I spent twenty. I spent twenty thousand dollars. You know, wow, learning all of this stuff. <laughs> See, some people would think like. Man, I just get on there, like you said, I can just YouTube some stuff and I can dig in and I'm good. And, no, no, and, no. and that's, you can get some level of success, a very small scale. But like you said, you realize you had to keep honing your craft. And for some people to hear that, like, man, you spent $20,000, you know, just to take some classes, you know, and then the first thing is going to be, well, you know, what's the return on the investment, you know, but for you, it's getting the knowledge and that's going to that's going to grow exponentially. Your return is going to be great because of that it's probably you probably already starting to see some of it yeah definitely it's, it's coming in um that twenty thousand definitely wasn't easy <laughs> right um the initial the mastermind i went to uh that was a big investment for me um i definitely wanted to do it but once i got an email and got invited to it my wife definitely pushed me she pushed me in that one yeah and i'm like i'll just wait <laughs> for the next one and she was like no we we're going today so i got an email tuesday uh, that somebody had dropped out because they were only letting a certain amount of people in. Mm-hmm. We got an email Tuesday. It was a snowstorm here and everything. We stuck in the house. And uh, well, he actually hit me on Instagram, the guy, and he said, hey, somebody dropped out due to a storm. Are you able to make it to Florida by tomorrow? So in my mind, I'm like, nah, I'm not going to make that one. My right. wife, no hesitation. Like, before I even got that out good, she's like, okay, here's the plane tickets. This is it. <laughs> I, mean, I ain't even told you the price yet. She was like, now let's do it. Like she she believed in me at that level. She's not even asking questions. She's just saying, do it. Yeah. So I get to Miami. Of course, it's, it's what I expected. First of all, on paper, I wasn't even supposed to be in the room. Um, this class was for persons who are you know, making 100000 a month, have hundreds of thousands of followers, and the maximum I was showing them how to scale their business even higher. Mm-hmm. So I definitely, in February, I... I definitely don't have hundreds of thousands of followers. I'm not making a hundred thousand dollars a month yet. Right. Um, yeah, I will yeah. be. But it's coming. But, yes, sir. Um, so just being in that environment and he was pro- promoting it like that on his stuff. Like this is where these are criteria, but I just went ahead and applied. And I'm like, it's not, I mean, it don't cost nothing to apply. So no, it um, don't. And you got, you got chosen, which, that's how you know it's God ordained, you know, and, and you know, your wife, like any good woman, they're going to keep pushing you to be great, you know, and that's, that's, I I know that feeling too, because sometimes it's like, man, I ain't trying to do all that. And you, you sometimes you hear that price and you're like, man, I really ain't trying to do that right now. But 
it lined mm-hmm. up for you, you know, and then to be on the plane, you know, and a few days later and, you know, down in Miami, you learning this stuff, you learning, you know, you took a risk, but you, you, you betting on yourself, you know, and you can't lose when you bet on yourself, especially when you believe that what you're going to get out of it is going to be something that's going to help take you to another level. So that's, that's really good to, to hear that part. Cause a lot of people, again, like I say, I talk to a lot of people who talk about starting businesses and they try to find a cookie cutter way to do it the the quick way and you know not having to spend any money on anything materials and stuff and and you can like I said you can do some things like that um, at a small scale but if you're trying to be serious and really compete out there in the marketplace you know you got to know what you're doing and and so I commend you on 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 taking that taking that chance you know taking that jump like Steve Harvey said investing in yourself because yeah twenty thousand dollars people won't even you know people don't even want to spend $20,000 in a couple of years of investing in their company, you know, yeah. and you doing that at the start of the year. Yeah. I didn't think I would, but like I say, you, you have to invest in yourself and um, you got to just push yourself. Cause I told you it was a, it was a snowstorm here. There was no flights going out of uh, Nashville. Um, so we were just looking, trying to figure out. So we ended up driving to Atlanta and then flying to Miami. So y'all drove was- through a snowstorm. Yeah, and to get to, to, <laughs> to get, get to, the, to the airport to catch the flight. Yes, and then it was still a snowstorm while we was there. Um, like I said, I was I was willing to drive to Miami because that's how much I wanted to get to it. So mm-hmm. I know it was an exclusive. It was an exclusive um, mastermind. It was a small amount of people, and I just wanted to be in that room. Right. Because so not knew. even the knowledge that I got from that was crazy. Like I'm a, I'm implementing a lot of that stuff now, and I'm seeing the benefits of it, but. Just being in that room with people my age that are mm-hmm. doing the things that they're doing, right? Um, it, it definitely was. That changed my life. Like, as you see people online doing stuff, um, but to actually be in the room with people that I'm looking at to follow them online, they're in the same room with me learning, you know, the same stuff, right? Um, just, just being able to conversate, network, you know. So a lot of those people that I was just looking at, like, this is an example. You know, we're, I want to say friends, but we're associates now. So there's mm-hmm. some of them I can actually reach out to. Right. Um, so like I said, just being in that room and then just seeing people, you had 18 year olds, 21 year olds that are doing crazy numbers each month. So right. um, we made it reachable. We made it an attainable goal for me. Cause yeah. you were rubbing yeah. elbows with them. You were in the same space, soaking up the same knowledge, like you said, and then you saw different age groups, you know, people try to put, you know, ages on success and like well you can't do it i mean i see people of all age groups being successful on social media it's 10 year olds that are out there you know killing it you know just because they got the right they got the right ideas and they get the right people pushing them you know to to be successful there's people in their senior their senior years that are doing successful things so that's 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 good to i mean it's good to hear that and you know just knowing that you were willing to drive in the snowstorm to get to that place that's that shows how much you want your business to be successful and you know i I talk to different people that have businesses and you know some people ask them why do they charge what they charge but when you hear a story like this this is why you know it costs the 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 amount it costs for you to to you for you to, to do your services for them because you're investing in yourself to make your your business successful so that their business can be successful Right. So, right. you know, you can't you can't skimp that. You can't skimp the cost. You didn't skip the cost with your with your learning. You know, you you right. 20, you know, spending 20,000 here, whatever there, you know, that's that's a lot of money, you know, and that has to that. But that that's why you're worth what you're worth. And that's why you're growing the way you're growing. So that's a good thing, man. Yes, sir. Definitely like to hear that. So, uh, you know, one of the things I want to ask, you know, is, you know, since you've kind of shifted from, you know, well, you've been shifted, but you shifted out of corporate America, you shifted into really focusing on your business. What have you seen as being kind of a shift in your priorities just in life in general right now? You know, as being an entrepreneur, family man, and just, you know, going from that nine to five to now you are a business owner you know have you seen like a major shift in priorities and just how you go about your daily daily walk with just anything yeah so i i I approach every day goal goal oriented which is not necessarily something i did in corporate Mm. i do what i had to do when i got there i got it done i got a paycheck right Um, i was comfortable there right so every day i wake up with certain goals in mind and i just go hard you know 
Yeah, I told you before we got on this call, I've been running all day, man. I've been I've been been at it since eight o'clock this morning. Mm. 8 a.m. And uh it says so we're almost at what 12 hours. Yeah, you approaching here. Probably gonna go back into it. But um yeah, man, it's and then of course having this wife and this child on the way, man, it just shifted hundred <laughs> percent more. Like I'm I'm already working myself, but now I'm like, man, I gotta I gotta go even harder. But now I'm I'm putting things in place so I don't have to work as much. I'm putting right. systems in place. Um part of that 20 grand that I told you I spent is just me putting systems in place. So um within the next month or so I'll be able to to have a lot of this stuff on automation. Yeah. So that's, that's definitely a key because my time is <laughs> you can't put a price on time and I definitely want to enjoy all the time that I have. Right. And that that's 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 a great point you mentioned is being able to you, you're starting and you're grinding right now to get to a place to where you can automate it, you know, most of the things and you can be on the beach somewhere and you know just check in a couple of things and you can be working and enjoying your family you know doing what you want to do and still monitoring your business and you know it's 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 almost getting to a place that you still got to operate it's not totally passive but you get flexibility in that but you know you've got to build that and it takes some time but once you get it right now it's just tweaking things here and there to continue to to grow it um, and I love what you said about approaching things from a, a goal oriented perspective and kind of shifting that from, you know, corporate America. Cause it's true. You work for somebody, you go in there, usually, you know, what your assignments are, you know, what you have going on and, you know, your day is kind of, you know, spent tackling those things. And then, you know, that you kind of have that structure there when you're working on your own, you have to set goals each day. Otherwise, you know, you won't put yourself in a position to move forward, you know? So if you just wake up, wake up today and say, all right, well, what am I going to do today for my business? If you don't have anything written down, if you don't have goals in mind, then, you know, it's going to take you forever to set things up. It's going to take you forever to scale it, to get to where you need it to be. Um, so, and that, it, it doesn't even have to be business. You should always have goals of what you want to accomplish each day. So the fact that you got to that point um, and you're really pushing yourself now to build something and a structure that's automated, that you can scale your business and, and, and be able to spend time with family. That's kind of, that's the next stage. And that's, that's really, you know, making money on autopilot, you know, which is where everybody wants to be, but you got to establish that foundation. So that's good. Yes, sir. So one of the things that, you know, I want to talk about is as you, you know, started the business and you've been transitioning, you've been doing it for a little bit now, you know, what's one of the things that you would look back at and say, you know, I would have done this a little bit differently from the beginning had I known what I know now? Um, I would have went into it a little bit more prepared than what I was. Okay. Um, like I said, I, I I had the knowledge, I had everything, but just just putting myself more than an advantage because when I when I started, when I went full time, uh, I had to hit the ground running, or you know, I would have been in trouble financially. Right. Uh, so just giving myself that breathing room to 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 do that, um, maybe have more money up front to invest into it. Um, that definitely was the biggest thing. OK. And, and, and you know, that's it's funny you say that, because a lot of times people would be like, man, it's it, it's never a good time. You know, sometimes people say, you know what, it's never a good time to do it. But, yeah. you know, obviously, I think it, it probably motivated you even more, like you said, because you needed that cash flow. You couldn't sit around on your hands and knowing you got this check over here that you still kind of getting. Right. Um, you know, because I and I, I'll tell you, to be honest, I've had that, you know, that, that challenge right now with just the businesses and things that you know we work on. It's like, you know, if I decide today that I don't want to do anything else, you know, with the business, I don't want to work on it. Well, I know I still have that check as a crutch. You know, I know I'm going to get paid every two weeks this amount. So, you know, whether or not I do anything for the business to make it to make, you know, to try to transition us, you know, I know I still have a check coming in. So what you did and just saying cold turkey, I'm just going to go ahead and get started. You know, again, I commend you for that because a lot of people won't do that, you know, and, and that's what I think that's what I think stalls out a lot of people's opportunities from really getting their business to the next place is because they, they don't just jump into it. So. Yeah. And it was, I mean, it definitely wasn't an easy decision. It was, it was definitely a scary decision. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Um, Cause this, it was two years ago. I said, all right, at the end of the year, I'm working for myself. 
Mm-hmm. The end of the year came, I was I was in the same position, so I had to go another year. Um, but this second time around, I verbally communicated it with, uh, of course, my wife and then other persons that I that I confide in. Like, you know, at the end of this year, I'm going full time. You know, to start 2021. So I I had to do it, and I also just had to remove that safety net. The same way you just said, you know, you get a check every two months. Mm-hmm. Um, so having that, knowing the check coming in, I'm not gonna go as hard on my business because I know. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna do it when I have the time to. Right. I got a check coming in. I got everything's taken care of financially. So I'm just taking my time with it. So I had to remove that safety net. Um and one of my one of my favorite lines from Jay-Z, uh, it's one of my mantras is I had to get off the boat so I could walk on water. Yes, sir. Diamonds out forever remix. <laughs> Man, so it's it's literally like uh that's one of my mantras. So I had to pull that safety net and like I said. It's definitely been some times and still, you know, I'm kind of like, man, I got to do this. I got to do that. But I'm naturally just somebody who likes to work. So if I'm not, if I'm not where I think I should be right now, my mind to go to, well, let me go get a part time until, until yeah. it pop off. Um, let me do this until it pop off. So I had to talk myself down off that ledge a few times. Like I said, uh, thankfully I'm now in the position, you know, where, where it worked out for me, but it, it definitely wasn't all peaches and cream. Yeah. No, I mean, that's, that's, you, you said it and it's funny you said it because that's one of my, my favorite verses of all time with Jay-Z because, you know, he said that then, you know, he said, I'm not a businessman, I'm a businessman, you know? So, you know, it, it's a lot that you're going to package on that one. And I ain't going to go into that, but uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, you, you do have to get off. The, you have to get off the boat walk on water to see and, and show the faith that you have in yourself and just belief that you know you're doing this this is something that you know you prayed about you know you you talked to god about something that you've had a desire to do and you know you've seen doors open for you so you know sometimes people miss that opportunity they miss that blessing because they don't you know walk in faith and that's what getting off the boat is doing you know to say i'm gonna walk on water i ain't looking down i ain't looking back Cause yeah, it's easy. It's easy to step back and be like, man, you know what? I can get a little part-time hustle, have a little money here for that rainy day fund, just in case, you know, checks don't come in, but that rainy day fund and that part-time turns into a full-time and you spending more time working for somebody else, you know, with, with, instead of working on your business, which again, I'm not saying, you know, if you got to do that to take care of business, do what you got to do, but you know, don't lose that focus and that grind. Um, that shit push you even harder. So that's good, man. That's good. Uh, it's funny you said that line because I, I promise you, I, I listen to that song every so often. It just, it, it always hit me the same time, you know. All right. So, you know, we talked about some of the, the things you do differently, some of the challenges, you know, now you've got somebody that's in front of you or somebody that comes to you and, and asks you, you know, you know, they want to talk to you about being an entrepreneur and just what some of the things you dealt with starting off, you know, what advice would you give to someone who says they want to become an entrepreneur? You've dropped some little gems in here so far, but, you know, if somebody came to you and said, man, look, I just want to talk to you about becoming an entrepreneur, like, you know, tell me, what, what should I do? You know, share, can you share some of that with us? Yeah, yeah, well, you, you definitely, obviously the first thing is, what are you going to do? Because a lot of people say, I want to be an entrepreneur but they don't really know what it is they're doing. They want to be a serial entrepreneur, mm. but some persons have you know, gained success with that, but you have to, I feel like you have to hone in on something specifically. Right. You know? And then once you know what it is that you want to do and what it is you're good at, just go out and just keep studying it. You mm. know, I'm a, um, I consider myself a lifetime student. I'm always trying to learn how to better my craft. Yes. So I think you have to go in it with that mentality just keep keep putting in that work and then some sometimes when you have to do stuff for free like um i know your your, your value is, is worth a lot but if you're trying to build up build up that reputation build the rapport with people um you have to be willing to do stuff do certain things so you can't go into it paying you i can't go into it paying some somebody who's been doing this or charging the same as somebody who's been doing this for 15 years Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a different value that they're bringing to the table so right you definitely have to stay in your lane so you can't look at what other people are doing um and, and try to compare yourself to that and try to keep up with them um but it, it's a process just keep learning like i said going to it um 
like I said, prepare to go into it. So a lot of people have different ways that they do it. I kind of did it the unorthodox way. I just jumped in, but I definitely would recommend hey. you know, something set aside because just nine times out of ten, it's not going your your business is not gonna pop off instantly. Right. Um, so just have something be prepared um, in that way, and then also be prepared for rejection. Right. Um, that's that's big right there. Prepare yeah, for rejection because it's gonna happen. That's a yeah, that's a big, big, big um, thing for me, man. Because of course, in my field, initially I have to talk to people to get them on board what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And one, I mean, I'm not a huge, I'm not a big talker, so I just kind of stayed in myself. So I had to get out of my comfort zone with that, right? Just to be able to really convince people or to sell people on what it is that I can offer for them, uh, offer for their business. So, but you get a lot of no's with that and you can't let that kill your confidence because it, it can if you allow it to. Right. Well, like I say, you got to get off the boat. You got, you had to get off the boat from talking. Sometimes that's, that's, that's hard. And I'm, I'm like that too. I don't like going to people and that fear of rejection kind of gets you. It's like, man, I don't want to hear a no, you know, and you get kind of down on yourself. So I, I, I know that experience and, and that's something that you definitely have to get through to be successful because you're going to hear no's and you're going to have to talk to people. You are gonna have to explain what your vision is and what you're doing. And, you know, sometimes hearing it from you, they, they, people can hear your heart, you know, about what you're trying to do. And then it can tell if you are, if you've done the research and you've done the study and all that stuff, they can kind of tell that you know what you're talking about, you know, and then you can show them and people, that's how you can get people to, to really buy into you uh, based off of that. So that's yeah. definitely good. And then you have to go in with that mindset. Well, I, what I say, it has to work or it has to work. So right. I'm not, I really don't have a plan B. All right. So, you know, that's good. I'm, I'm walking by faith and I'm confident in what it is I'm doing. So I don't have a plan B because that means I have a thought that what I'm doing is not going to work. Right. Right. Yeah. You putting a plan to fail in. If you say, okay, I got to, here's the plan B like, no, we're going to make this work. And this is why. And that's where the preparation and all that stuff builds up too to make sure that it's not, you, you know, you won't fail. And, and I don't look at, I, I try to, I've changed my language from, you know, failing to, you know, saying, you know, people say I take an L, you know, you, you lost, yeah. but it's not a loss, you know, it's, it's a lesson, you know, I'm taking lessons. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, everything is a lesson, you know, to help you come back and be stronger. So uh, that's definitely good. Okay. Anything else on that? Um. Now nah, we, we can keep going, but I'm going to chill out. <laughs> Talk I, over there. Yeah, no, nah, that's good, man. That's real good. So, you know, for you and, and you know, kind of looking, if you want a vision cast out and say, this is what I want to, this is where I want things to be in the future. What what does success ultimately look like for Andario Howard? Man, success is just freedom. So me being able to, you know, wake wake up when I want to, even though I'm an early riser already. Mm-hmm. Uh, me just waking up and looking at my notifications of income coming in while I was asleep. Yeah. That's definitely <laughs> a sign of success. <laughs> um, just the freedom to do what it is that I desire to do. So um, if I want to go to Miami tomorrow, I'm able to do that without trying to, you know, move money around or checking to make sure I'm available to do that. So that, that definitely is a sign of success for me. Mm. And just being able to to do what it is I desire to do for everybody around me. Yeah, um, I, I grow up. I got I've grown up around a, a family of givers, a church family of givers, and I definitely I'm a big giver as well. But I definitely want to go go higher in, in my giving. So just being able to do for other people what I want to do for them, not what they try to pressure me into doing or what right. people think I should be doing, but what I what I want to do for them. So just. And like I said, just being able to enjoy time with my wife and uh, my my little girl and whatever, you know, however many other children come along in the next few years. But just just being that, just having that freedom. Yeah, yeah, and that's good because that. You know, freedom and, and you know, it's not just about money. It's the freedom when you're a creator. It 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 gives you the ability to do different things. Like you said, you know, and you touched upon it. I'm glad you did about being a giver because people don't understand that all the success that you've been seeing, all the things that you've been doing and the opportunities that you that's come from has been from, you know, a lot of that's been from the seed that you guys have sown that you've sown that you and your wife sown together. 
you know, people don't realize that, you know, I mean, you know, you, you guys, when we talk about, you know, material things and that's not, you know, some people use that as a status for success, but you guys speak that you want something in the vehicles that you guys have called out, you guys have them. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, people don't realize that you guys have also sown a debt-free vehicle to a, to a young lady, you know, that's going to college, you know, that's big, you know, at, at the age that you are. And then, you know, if you're able to get a seed in return from that and you're doing it because you have a giving heart, um, and that's part of being successful. And that's why your business is going to continue to be successful. You guys are going to be successful, you know, going forward is because you have that heart for giving. And that's why, you know, money will continue to come to you. You will be, you are a money magnet. So, you know, all that stuff is going to come to you, not just the the, the financial things, but, you know, the mental, physical, right. all of that stuff will come to you. So, you know, giving is definitely a big part. And yeah, being in that environment of givers and seeing how that's helped you, you know, we can talk about it. You know, we talked about it before. I've talked about it before, you know, just being around, you know, um, your father and this, you know, the church family and everything and just seeing how giving has propelled people who truly have it in their heart to do it. And God provides them with the ability to do it, you know, gives them the seed to the sower and how they've done it and then seeing their life transition in so many ways. You know, and again, it's not just money, but that's part of being an heir. So when you start talking about fresh air social, you talk about airflow podcast, billion airflow is that air is that that, you know, the promises that, that you get the blessing of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. And so, you know, that's what we're about. So that's good, man. That's definitely good. I love to hear that. Um, so. You know, we kind of talk, I guess we kind of touched upon that what success looked like. So I was going to say, I was going to ask you, you know, what do you enjoy most about starting your own company? Um, I think part of that is the, is probably the freedom. Is it anything else that you can probably add to that? Um, the process. Okay. Man, I, I just enjoy the process of, I, I always like the challenge. I've all, I'm always pushing myself to learn something different. So I'm, I went into starting my own business with one thought process of how it goes. Um, but just in this time that I've started that, that thought has shifted so many times. Right. And I had to take a step back because I'm so, I'm so hard on myself and on it. Like I got to get to this point that I had to step back and just enjoy the process. Yeah. I had to reflect on, look at where I was when I first made the statement that I wanted to work for myself to where I am now. Um, look at all of the connections that I made. Look at all the times where I push myself and now I'm you know just that's opened up doors for me. So just um just experiencing the process and enjoying the process and growing from it is definitely a it's definitely a satisfying feeling. Yeah. And process, yeah, it, everything has a process. Um, and I think it's good that you know you mentioned that that's one of the things that you enjoy because you know, with the success it comes challenges, but from those challenges, you know, it helps you to grow and be you know, a better person, um, you know, individually and even collectively within your business. So I'm sure you've learned things in the process of, of you know, running your business, some of the, the mistakes that you may have made. But again, it wasn't a loss. It was, a you know, it was a learning experience. And you take that and you just use that to motivate you to, to strive to go even higher. So that's real good, you know, and I think that's, you know, starting a business is is not easy. And I think some people just figure out that you know or they think it's, it's something you just wake up today i go buy uh go online and get a license you know business license and i just get out there and start doing something you know um to say i have a business um and yeah there are some ways that you can do things like that and it's easy but that doesn't mean success you know and, and that process of building it from scratch seeing it come from an infant to to being you know where you are at now and your business hasn't even reached adulthood and you've been successful. So, you know, you're still kind of nurturing that thing and building it to, to be where it's going to, you know, be able to do its own thing without you even having to, to touch it much, you know, which is going to be a beautiful thing, kind of what we touched on before. So, mm -hmm. you know, in, in that process, you know, because you've been doing the business for how long? How long has Fresh Air Social been out? Uh, Fresh Air Social has been out roughly two years but i've been going at it full time since uh january of this year 2021 okay so in that time frame you know obviously well somewhere in that time of you starting it over the past couple of years and, and really doing it full time you know we've been in this pandemic how, how do you feel like the pandemic has helped your business or has it has it kind of challenged it in a way um a little bit of both 
Um, when I say it helped me in the standpoint, I had to get creative on how I was going to continue working with people. Um, it definitely hurt because I, I had a few uh, contracts and you know, when the pandemic hit, persons aren't able to, you know, continue those contracts. So we had to terminate them or just go through, you know, work through those in different ways. So that definitely put a, put a, that hurt my business. But like I said, I had to be creative to figure out how to go get it another way. Yeah. And, um, like I said, I do want credit, of course, you know, uh, last year I was working at the church doing the uh, media um, there. So just learning how to how to be creative in that space allowed me to kind of take some of those um, things that I've learned and put them into my own business. Mm. So, so just like I said, just always studying and constantly trying to figure things out. Um, so it, it's, it's a lot of money to be made in the pandemic. And a lot, a lot of the stuff I do is online. So yeah. People are stuck in the house now, so they're going to be online more, more, no more than normal. So, yeah, and and I've read some statistics about you know businesses starting, and you know over the course of the past year, there's been more businesses that have been started in the United States than ever before, um, and it's not a coincidence. And a lot, most of them are online, or you know something that people can do utilizing you know on the online space, you know, mostly in social media in that area, uh, for, for the primary points of their business. So, you know, from that, that means there's a lot more customers out there, you know, and a lot more ways to, to build. So, you know, I can definitely see that being a growth point. I've heard a lot of people that say they've had success through a pandemic just because, you know, they've, they've thought about how to be creative in, in what they do and in that space. Um, and, you know, definitely for what you do, it's definitely something that that's going to help propel people. So, you know, um, I, I think you'll, you'll continue to see that. I mean, even with the pandemic sort of easing up and coming back, I think people have gotten a taste of what it feels like to be remote and work from home or start businesses. And, and they're really changing their mindset to, you know, the traditional values and, and methods of how people, you know, work. So seeing that, I think it's going to open up more opportunities for, you know, somebody like you that's doing digital marketing, you know, kind of a digital marketing service provider to really, you know, take your business to another place because there's going to be a lot more businesses out there that need what you've put out there to need the training and stuff, the, the knowledge that you've gained over the years to be successful. So I definitely think that's something that that's going to help grow you even more. That definitely. And, uh, just to go back, you're talking about the pandemic hurt. I helped my business, uh, just take it away from the business. Uh, my wife and I definitely prospered during the pandemic. So uh, and I started my business right at the start of the pandemic, mm. which was crazy. A lot of people were panicking. I had my moment where I'm like, I need to just hold off. <laughs> I, you know, I, 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 kept, I kept pushing. And during the pandemic, we, you know, we have a new home. We have two brand new vehicles. Yeah. Uh, like I said, my business is doing well. She started her business. It's doing well. Um, so we, we've definitely been prospering. Uh, we, we gave more than we, than we ever have. Yeah. Um, and that's good, right? Just right there. So let, let's just touch upon that. So you gave more than you ever have, and you prospered more than you ever have at this point during the yeah. pandemic, you know, people don't understand the power of a seed and, and, Again, it's not just money. They sold a vehicle, but they sold their time to the ministry. So they're they're out there. You know, he's using his his talent and all his skill sets, you know, to use that to promote the kingdom. So, you know, it's not just, you know, I'm I'm giving money and walking away. There's there's time and talent and treasure that's being spent on this. And that's you are a sower. You guys, both of you guys are sowers. So that's just the fruit. Of, of what you of the seed that you sown and that's that's what you know I, I try to get people to understand that's living like an heir because you understand that you know your your blessing and everything that you get is from the power of that seed and then you just keep doing that and keep knowing that you're gonna get a harvest from it so you know there is no there is no you know downtime there isn't a you know a pandemic for the believer is, is really a time for us to to grow and be even bigger than what we were before you know, we should be prospering in this time. And that's why you guys are doing that because of the mentality that you took that, you know, by faith, we know that, that all of these, these things that we've learned over the years, you know, is, is now it's time to put them to work and you see them working. So the fruit is there. Yeah, definitely. And I just want to make it be known, like, you know, I just listed some of the stuff that we've been able to do, uh, but that didn't come without toil, you know? Yeah. Um, 
when I say to it, just from a thought process. Right. Um, even from the vehicles, I was holding on. I had a Chevy Trailblazer. Uh, I loved it. Had the had the little twenties on there. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't tell me nothing, but I know we we had a, a, a special service last year, and uh, of course, my dad came to me like, "Man, you just need to go ahead and get the, get another car. They don't worry about payments." He was kind of flowing, so mm-hmm. tell me to go look. So I went to the lot, and I uh, seen a, a Mercedes that I like, and I purchased it. Um, it was stretching me at that time, but literally two days later, I got a contract, you know, that's just going, that was going to pay for that. So I wasn't coming out of pocket paying, you know, note on that Mercedes. Yeah. Um, so, and this, that's just one instance, but it's been like that with everything. It's like, you have a little, little hesitation, but God is just pushing you out there. He's using people to push you out there. And every time that we've, you know, taken that leap, um, we've seen the fruit from it. And as far as the giving, uh, I'm a giver, but my wife is, is a huge giver. So she definitely pushed me in that area. Literally every time something came up where a seed was, it was called, she texted me, that's, we need to give it. I'm like, slow down. Slow down. <laughs> <laughs> slow down. You weren't talking to us this time. Um, yeah. Just being obedient to that, not being, no, just, just being open to knowing, knowing she hears from God. So yeah. I felt confident anytime that she, you know, made those kind of statements. I'm like, well, a lot of times I didn't do it, you know, honestly, with me, I didn't with 100% cheerful heart, but I'm like, you know, he said do it, I'm going to do it. So right. we, we've definitely seen the the fruit of the labor, but I was just saying that just to, to encourage persons that it, just because I'm telling you that we did it, it didn't come without any uh, warfare or any, you know, hesitations with it. Oh, yeah. The, the, the minute you open your mouth to say this is what I'm going to do this is what I believe in and you try to do anything by faith you are going to receive the tax you know none of this none of this that we're talking about none of the success that we speak about comes without an attack there's always going to be an opposite force that's going to try to stop you from reaching your destiny and your goal but the key thing is even through some of the fear that you felt you still move forward and a lot of people quit right before that breakthrough happens and they miss out or they delay you know if the blessing is there the blessing is there it's just when are you going to get the revelation that is yours to get you know just like that it's like that vehicle you know you know you got a word from the prophet your father and he said this you know go out there and do it you went and found it and then next thing you know you got a contract that's paying for the vehicle so you know God is is increasing you because of your faith and because of your obedience to to hear and know. But the other part is, you know, and you trust, you know, you have a circle of people that you trust when they tell you something, you know, to believe that and and bank on it and then move. You know, you've got your wife, you've got your father, there's others that are helping to keep you balanced and keep you moving forward. So you don't get to a place of sitting in fear, because once you get in that fear, that fear part, that's tough to get out of. You know, you start getting that poverty mindset. You're like, man, I can I can put some new tires on that trailblazing. You know, I can, you know, shine them rims up a little bit, you know, get some new get some new speakers in it. And, you know, we can keep rolling this for a minute, you know. <laughs> so that's good. I'm, I'm, I, that's good to hear about that, man. So, um, you know, just kind of leaving it out there for the ending part, you know, is there anything new that you got in the works for your business? You know, anything that you can share, you just kind of, you know, just trying to keep scaling it to, to get to a bigger place and just get focusing on the automation part of it. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm scaling. I'm just going to, it's, it's growing. Um, I'm bringing in persons to assist, um, bringing in a team. Okay. I already have some persons that are, you know, working with me that are, you know that they're, they're experts in what they do. So just continuing to build that team, I'm continuing to, uh, like I said, put those automations in place so I can. I don't want to be hands off completely, but just you know, just making sure I'm not, you know, overworking myself and stressing myself out trying to keep up with the demand. But yeah, right. man, we, we're definitely growing. I'm uh, doing numbers. Okay. Doing numbers and uh, like I said, just keep growing. I just recently. Like I said, part of and early in the in the show, I told you spent about twenty k thus far. Um, about fifteen of that was just doing what you know, putting the system in place. Mm-hmm. I got the mentors. I'm on coaching calls throughout the week. Um, they're building these systems, you know, for me, putting helping me connect with the right people to make them run efficiently. So, All right. Uh, 
Yeah, man, I'm just growing. We're going to keep pushing. That's that's what's up, man. I mean, but that's, you're being a you're a creator. And, you know, there's, there's, you know, it's better to be a creator than a consumer. You know, we all consume stuff. But if you spend all your time consuming, you know, you'll never get to a place of wealth, true wealth and freedom that, that you know, you're seeking. And, you know, what you should seek as an heir, you should seek, you know, freedom and, and be able to, not just sit around all day doing nothing, but continue to create things that are, that make life better for not just yourself and your family, but for people who are, you know, hiring you for business, because that's, that's how you get to that place of financial freedom, get to that place of, you know, I can spend time with my family, you know, I'm not required to make the business work, you know, you're still hands on, but, you know, I'm not a, a bottleneck for anything. The business can still move on without me, um, you know, having to be there day to day, you know, and I'm just, you know, checking things here and there to make sure all is well and keep mm-hmm. it moving. So uh, that's definitely, definitely a good thing, man. I'm, I'm definitely proud of your success. Uh, you know, I know you guys are going to continue to keep killing it out there. Um, you know, I want to take, take some time and just let you kind of talk, you know, about how we can get in touch with you. If, if people are interested in digital marketing services from Fresh Air Social, uh, what's the best way for them to reach you? Yeah, so you can reach me. Um, first, best way is going to be uh, go to the website, freshairsocial.com. That's fresh, F-R-E-S-H, air, H-E-I-R, social, S-O-C-I-A-L.com. Um, you can follow me on Instagram, Dario Howard. Um, Facebook is Fresh Air Social. Like I said, we're a digital marketing agency. You know, we uh, specialize in working with we specialize with e-commerce stores who don't currently have a system that predictably and uh, consistently generates new sales. Uh, we put a system in place to do that on autopilot, and not only for e-com, but any any uh, business that's looking for lead generation or increase in traffic, uh, website visits. Um, just just hit us up. When we take care of your social media needs, take care of your Google ads, Facebook ads, website build, email marketing, text message marketing, and we. We do it all, and we 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 um we work with small businesses. We work with multi-million dollar businesses. So we we have a little bit of everything for everybody. So if you need that, hit us up. We got you. All right. So y'all heard it. You know, Fresh Air Social, full-fledged digital marketing service provider. And he's telling y'all, he he said it a little early without really saying it, but he's saying, look, get in now because the price is gonna go up. So you better oh, yeah. get you better get in soon, you know, get in at the early part because the price will go up. I guarantee you. Uh Sorry. he's definitely skilled. But uh Dario, I appreciate your time, man. I thank you for you know just taking a moment to get to get with me and and to talk through these things. I think the information that you shared is definitely inspiring and should help folks really see, you know, the power of of you know, what it feels like to be an entrepreneur and just understanding the transition, the mindset, the nuggets that you shared is definitely good. And, you know, the biggest thing I think we'll leave it with is, you know, you definitely, you have to get off the boat to walk on water. So, yes, sir. you know, you, you got to do it. You know, you got to jump. Steve Harvey said, jump. Jay-Z said, get off the boat. We saying, you know, take that leap of faith and just get out there and do it. You know, have a plan, write it down, get a vision, set your goals and march with it and every day you work on something towards that and check it off and you'll be you know that much closer to where you want to be and that's that's really making money on autopilot like like Dario said he wakes up every day looks at his phone he's got notifications about money that's come in you know and 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 he makes his own schedule he does what he wants to do he he's busy don't don't think that he just laying around all day eating cereal and watching cartoons no he's he's grinding but he's doing it for himself and his for his family. He's not on anybody else's schedule, but what it takes to make his business work. So, man, I'm proud of you, brother. Uh, again, I appreciate it. Uh, we'll we'll be talking soon because I'm pretty sure this is going to continue to grow. So I'm going to have you back on here for when you get to that next level. So, you know, by that point, the price is going to be way high. So I'm going to have to I'm really going to do some work to get you on the show next time. But uh, I'm on here anytime, man. Uh, <laughs> The price is going up everybody else though who listens. All <laughs> like right. I, like I said, I um it's my first podcast. I had a few more lined up to do over the next month and a half, but I may have to make sure I got on this one first. So I definitely appreciate the time. Hey man, I get the exclusive, so that's cool. I get the first the first shot at the big shot. So I appreciate yeah. that, brother. 
Man, we got to come up with our own line. Jay Z got to get off the boat to walk on water. We got to, uh, hey, we got to collaborate, man. We we do something on that. See, and y'all don't know. I we didn't mention this. You know, Dario uh, also have, has fresh air clothing, uh, which. He's not actively working on just pursuing the fresh air social and getting that to where it needs to be. But, you know, the fresh air, that, that whole piece was what inspired me to do Billionaire Flow. You know, well, inspired me to do a clothing line because I was like, that's really nice. So him, another one of our, uh, our people, uh, Brandon, did Melanin. And I'm like, man, that's really dope. I, and that's something I wanted to do. And so I got inspired. I said, God, you know, give me a give me a name that's catchy. And he said billionaire, but with the air. And I was like, oh, OK, so there you got fresh air. I got billionaire. And I was like, man, that's dope. That's uh, but yeah, you know, we definitely got to collaborate. We both have clothing lines. You know, uh, I know he's going to get that back going again because it's definitely has some dope parts, uh, pieces on his clothing line. So uh we definitely got to we got to collaborate on that so yeah we're gonna we're gonna network that for sure i think I that's a good you, idea I had to put it on pause for a second to get this running but uh i gotta get back to it that's why i let my creative uh, juices flow so yeah i hear you man i hear you all right well y'all might y'all might see a fresh air billionaire collaboration coming up real soon so all right sir well again Dario, appreciate your time man uh, have a blessed day tell your wife uh, hello and I, I pray that everything is going well and you know continue to succeed man and thank you for being an inspiration man i appreciate the opportunity man uh we'll be over here again soon yes sir all right man take care all right you too all right bye well everybody that is going to wrap up another episode of the airflow podcast again i want to thank my guest and dario howard of fresh air social a digital marketing firm for stepping in and, and sharing the words of wisdom. Um, as you guys heard, Brother Dario has definitely uh, got a good story, shared some great nuggets about entrepreneurship. Um, and he's just a very solid guy, you know, very solid brother. Uh, he's a giver. Um, he's a family man. And as you heard, you know, he's definitely continuing to build upon his entrepreneurial empire, entrepreneurial empire. So, you know, if you have a business, um, you know, no matter how big or small, definitely give him a call if you want to grow your digital presence. Uh, in this age, uh, you'll see there's a huge transfer that's taking place and technology is part of that wealth transfer and, you know, being able to put your business online. It's going to be vital to that. So, you know, definitely hit him up. Um, as he said, you can reach him at freshairsocial.com. It's a website. Uh, you can also check him out at uh, Dario Howard on Instagram and he's also on Facebook uh, www.facebook.com forward slash fresh air social uh, so definitely hit him up you know you can set up a consultation with him if you go to the website um, and he'll be more than, than happy to walk you through you know some of the things that, that he, him and his company can do for your business and I guarantee you you won't be disappointed I just want to continue to encourage you all to listen you know share these broadcasts uh, subscribe. Um, you know, if you know somebody else that is is interested, in, or maybe you know, talking about some of these topics, and uh, they want to be a part of of this community, definitely uh, point them this direction. You can subscribe uh, and follow us on different podcasting platforms. We're on Apple Music. Um, we are also on Google Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on iHeart, so we're on all the major uh, podcast platforms, or you can just simply go to www.airflowpodcast.com, and there you can catch all these episodes as well. But, you know, I thank you all for supporting the community. I just ask you again to, you know, continue to share, continue to send feedback. Uh, if you would like to send feedback to me, um, you know, those that, that have my personal information definitely reach out um, if you want to reach out via email you can email me at airflowpodcast at gmail.com again that's airflowpodcast h-e-i-r podcast at gmail.com so airflow i'm sorry airflowpodcast at gmail.com don't forget the flow please uh, but definitely reach out um, i would love to hear you know some feedback if there's anything that i can do again my, my goal is to continue to make this better and better as i get I'm more experienced in doing the podcast, but I'm definitely appreciating the love and support that I've that I've received. And I've gotten some great feedback that has allowed me to, to look at shifting some things and 
you know, just making the show even more informative so that way folks can create their inspiration and continue to flow in, in being the heirs that you were created to be. And that's the purpose of this podcast. That's what this podcast is about. Um, and it's about a community of people who are thinking uh, like-minded, moving in the same direction and really wanting to, to maximize what they were created to be and who they were created to be, I should say. So again, just thank you for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week with another episode of the Airflow Podcast. Again, I'm your host, Ricky Thomas. And just remember, you were created to flow. So flow on. <laughs>